team is all set to take off to South Africa now, gearing up for a crunch series with three T20s, two ODIs and two tests. And it's a treat for us to watch as a cricket fan. And add to the excitement, the T20 World Cup is just around the corner now. Even the IPL auction is approaching, which means one format is going to dominate for the upcoming six to seven months. And that format is obvious T20 cricket now. So I thought, why not compare the T20 teams of both the squads against each other? And in the end, I'll reveal something for you viewers. Okay, now let's start the show. Let's take a stride with our openers now. For the Indian team, we have three strong contenders. It's Ashwi Jaiswal, Ritura Gaikod and Shubman Gill. However, it's likely that Shubman Gill may come in at one down position as he has shown comfort in that position since under-19 days. Particularly in the under-19 World Cup, if you remember. He generally batted around at one-down position only in domestic cricket as well. He even expressed his desire to bat in that position when Pujara was dropped from the squad after a World Test Championship final against Australia. Considering his request and the team's need for the stability in the middle overs, Shubman Gill could emerge as a number 3 T20I batter for India in this T20I series. Well, Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli took a break during this white wall carnival in South Africa now, providing opportunities for players like Shubman Gill and Rituraj Gaikar to secure their spots. On the other hand, Rituraj Gaikar typically plays the role of an anchor. As seen in the Australian series just now, he has the potential to take on ballers after settling down. If the team is looking for a right-left combination, especially on Protea's surfaces, the management could consider pairing Rituraj with Yashishvi when it comes to opening. With Yashishvi, we know that he normally takes ballers aggressively and Rituraj focusing on strategic strike rotation. Such a partnership could be a promising opening for India in this P20I series. South African batting lineup is transforming with the inclusion of young talents like Matthew Britsky and Donovan Fervia. Despite their limited experience, playing in the family at home conditions provide the Proteas with a slight edge. We know that T20 format being compact and dynamic really fickle demands quick thinking and adaptability to varying game situations. Just for your example, consider the scenario where the score is 13 for 2 with 16 overs left, what they will do? Or 150 for 4? and three overs left, that's it. Then what will you do? You know, setting up a target become really, really crucial these days. You can score 200 plus runs and still lose the game. And it's a fact, in shorter formats, pitch conditions are merely a part of a conversation because T20i cricket thrives on attacking play, demanding a strike rate of at least 130. Anyways, India's batting lineup includes players like Shreya Shahir, Rinku Singh, who consistently maintain a strike rate above 140 and 150, which is a true requirement nowadays. But if you see in South African unit, players like Henry Klassen and Aaron Markham share a different approach aiming to take the game deep. However, in T20i cricket, the strategy can be a double-edged sword as well. You know, I'm really curious to see Rinku Singh, Jitesh Sharma and Tilak Verma taking in stride and playing for India on a South African pitches. You know, and the captain that we have is Surya Kumar Yadav, going to be amazing for sure. You know, from the other side, we have South Africans Matthew Britsky coming from the Eastern Province and just like for like batting style like Rituraj Kai got. And I think these are all the players to watch out for, from Rinku Singh to Matthew Britsky. And you never know, maybe we can see them playing T20 World Cup as well. Talking about the bowlers of Indian team, we are aware of the bowling strength of the Indian team, right? Especially in the current era, which is amazing. But if you just consider that recent T20 series against Australia, which was not quite easy for the Indian bowlers, we saw lack of experiences and thankfully we do have now for this tour. You know, in T20 international, it is important to not give any room to the batsmen to build innings, the fastest strike rates. So finding the right bowling combination becomes really, really crucial. And if you just go back to the World Cup of 23, the strategy of having a baller creating a barrier, which Bumrah did, and Shami and Siraj took wickets, which worked really well for India. And in this series against South Africa, I think Siraj is expected to continue taking wickets like he do. But at the same point of time, I think Mukesh Kumar and Deepak Chahar could be a good option for the first over, with Mohamed Siraj taking over in the first change. Talking about Indian spinners, for me, watching Kabhi Bishnoi and Kuldeep Yadav together is going to be exciting for sure. Like in the past, we had a duo of Yuzuvain, Chahal and Kuldeep Yadav, Vilcha. This is going to be great for us in the series.
of Washington Sundar in that first level would be interesting for sure because we have Ravi Bishnoi and Kuldeep Yadav right now. And according to me, the probable first T20 11 in Kicks Me Durban could be this. And if you just see South African team, Jal Kolze's performance in the recent World Cup is phenomenal. And everyone saw how he bowled. I might be wrong, but I think he reminded me of Glenn McGrath by focusing on bowling at the right line to create angles. I remember the semi-final again in Australia where he did really, really well. And apart from Jal Kaudze, I think Lungi Nagiri, Tabriz Samshi, Keshav Mehraj would be beneficial for South Africa for sure. But one question is definitely going to be there for Proteas in it. That how they're going to strengthen their spin department. Look, they have an experience of Lungi Nagiri. Look, they have an experience of Keshav Mehraj and Tabriz Samshi. And sometimes Adam Marker might play a role as a part-time spinner. But if you ask me, I think I'll rate Indian spinners higher than them. If you just go and check the recent ICC T20 ranking for the ballers, Ravi Vishnu is on the top. I think he's doing phenomenally well for his team now. And then we have Kuldeep Yadav as well. Washington Sundar, we have a nice balance of spinners which is required now. But the question is about how going to rotate with the fast ballers because fast ballers are going to play an absolutely important role in the series. Matches at Kingsmead Durban and there are a lot of talks, a lot of myths that how the pitch behaves differently with the tight changes, making batting difficult. If you just go and check the Durban pitch, Kingsmead is probably known for the pitch that favours ballers due to moisture and resulting in some variation and a bit of slowness. So it is going to be interesting for the Indian batters for sure, especially when it comes to setting up the target. But look, in cricket, you want to see a banter between bat and ball, right? And when it comes to T20, you want to see high scoring matches as well and also want to see some sort of a variation in movements for the bowling side as well. If you just talk about the Durban pitch, as I said, this pitch is not exactly a high-scoring match pitch, which isn't an ideal pitch for T20I cricket, right? I'm sure, like me, you know, as a cricket fan, I really like how ballers set up the bats. If you remember one game against South Africa only, India versus South Africa, I think 2018-19, I remember exactly what Shami did in the last test match of the series. So Shami set up Moni Morgan. He bowled three deliveries outside the off stump. And the fourth ball, Moni thought it going to be a bouncer. But surprise, 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 what Shami did. So Shami changed the field, placing a forward short leg as well, which definitely convinced Moni that it's going to be a bouncer. But the roll of a dice is he executed a Yorker <laughs> and Moni was bowled out. Jeez, it was an absolutely crazy match. It's got him. Timber is the Sturge. They've got another one. Wow, what a collapse this is. Magnificent stuff from India. They have fired up now and really d- delivered the goods. And again, clever bowling. You could clearly see that uh, Moni Morkel was waiting for the short ball. He's uh, given them in liberal doses to the Indians, as well as the Indian tail-enders. And what does Shami do? Shami fires in a Yorker. Player to bet for? Hmm, good question. Dude, for me, Rinku Singh from India and Jal Godse for South Africa are totally going to make the upcoming clash thrilling. You know how good Rinku is for India, right? I'm really looking forward to it. And additionally, how Shreya justify his place in the T20I team is also going to be interesting. And if you ask me my prediction for the series, the better way to look at this series might end with a 2-1 score in the favour of India or the Proteas. And one thing is for sure that every match will be close because in T20Is, that's the approach we always anticipate. Talking about the first match, it could be in a favour of India against me because assuming we get well help Siraj and even help South African ballers as well. But I would love to see a Siraj on a one hand. So I'd give Siraj up a hand on this. On the other hand, if I when Vishnoi play, Vishnoi is a spinner doing his work, it will make the match easy for India. But definitely playing in their home condition, the Proteas may have the upper hand considering they know the ground well. But you know what, why I'm advocating India? Because we witnessed a beautiful change in the Indian cricket and their winning attitude, especially in a foreign land. MS laid the foundation and Virat Kohli and Ajankir Rahane led the team by selecting the perfect 11 every single time, whether it was in Australia or in England. 
I think the series result will be 2-1 in favor of India. And the second match is definitely going to be crucial for India in this T20 series because we have seen them losing their grip after winning the first match and ending up losing the second one. Might be just my thinking, but we don't want now, especially before the World Cup. So what we expect from the team is to play the game that they are playing in the knockouts, which will definitely help them preparing for the World Cup. Anyways, man, I'm really looking forward for this grand series just before the World Cup. So let's see what will happen and how India perform in it.